What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 59 of One Before I Die. Uh, if you hear the depression in our voices, that's because we are recording directly after the Kansas City-Buffalo game last night. Um, a devastating loss. Uh, final score of 26-17, to 17, I think. Uh, so today, uh, obviously, we'll be recapping that game. We'll be going over um, that as best as we can. As I said, we're sitting here right after the loss. So, you know, it was a hard one to take, especially the way the boys played. But we'll be going over that. Um, we'll look ahead to the game against the Jets next week. I don't know how much analysis will be, you know, towards that game considering it is the Jets, but we'll still talk about that a little bit. And then I think that should wrap things up. Um, nothing really going on in the hockey world, even if there was. I don't know if I could bring myself to talk about it right now as I'm sitting here um, after watching another primetime defeat of the Buffalo Bills. But with that being said, before we get into this game, Ethan, how are you doing? Awful. I mean, I look just as bad as I watched as the football team I watched uh, about five minutes ago. I mean, it's one thing, you know, if you said that we'd have lost by 10 points, maybe I thought it would have been a, you know, 45, 35 shootout or something like that. The way that we lost this game and the way that we played football tonight is just an absolute disgrace. Um, I'm really at a loss for words. So, We'll see how this podcast goes, but it's I'm not doing too hot over here. And if if you could see me, I probably look just as bad. So you look like yeah, you look like Kramer from Seinfeld. Um, I think that's yeah. a pretty accurate description for the listeners out there. Um, you'll probably see maybe a post, a, a clip on Twitter, Instagram of you know what Ethan's looking like, and I think Kramer's a good way to describe him. But no, I mean I'm feeling the same way as you're looking as you're feeling. Um, I, I think you described it pretty well there when you said you know if it was gonna be a ten point loss you know, depending on the way the game went, we might not be feeling the way we are right now. I mean, we both, you know, I, I will say to start this off here, we both obviously projected and predicted the Bills to lose this game. So us coming on here and talking the way we are, you might be like, well, hey, like you expected the Bills to lose. It, it's the way, you know, they went about it. To me, it looks like, you know, a repeat of Tuesday night almost. And there's a lot of specifics about the game and specific plays that we can talk about. But my overall synopsis of the game to start here was just what I said about the Tuesday night game specifically the offense and just seems like the lack of the pulse that this team had and the lack of energy and the body language just from the get-go seemed like they didn't want to be out there it's raining it's miserable weather well guess what you're in Buffalo it came a little bit early this time 
Josh Allen seems like he doesn't want to be out on the field. He's got his hands in his little hand warmer. He doesn't want to take him out and run this offense. Just no sense of urgency. And the body language is just all over the field, at least in my eyes. So from a non-technical you know technical side of things, like X's and O's, to me, that, that's what stuck out to me right from the beginning. And it just seemed like there was just no energy going on, just as it did in the Tuesday night game. It seemed like it just rolled over. I don't know if am I crazy. Am I seeing things? Or did you see the same thing? No, I saw the same exact thing. And that's what makes it even more frustrating. Um, you put up two stinkers in a row on, on the national stage. It's an absolute momentum killer to the season. Uh, I mean, I know we're going to get into this later, but thank God we got the Jets next week because I couldn't handle another decent opponent. And then this offense just coming out and laying an egg. Um, yeah, I mean, we didn't look ready to go from the jump, just how we looked in Tennessee. Um, I mean, Allen, what do you, I don't even think he had 150 yards passing at the end of the game. Um, I don't even the know thing is, <laughs> no, he, he definitely had over a hundred, but <laughs> the thing I want to say is what you're going to see probably over the next week is just an absolute bashing of the defense, which is well-deserved. I mean, I don't know why Andy Reid called the pass play this entire game because you hand the ball off and they got five yards a carry easily. Easily. I mean, our D-line was getting blown off three or four yards off the ball almost every play, and it was instantly. Um, it, it looked like we had no prayer of stopping the run. So the defense deserves all, you know, all of that. But with that being said, you told me going into this week that the Kansas City, the Kansas City Chiefs would score 26 points uh, in this game. Would I take that or not? hundred times out of a hundred, I take that knowing how our defense has been playing this year and knowing uh, how our offense has been playing this year. Real, real quick before you keep going there. I agree. I would have hundred percent taken 26 points. The only thing I will say before, you know, I don't want to, I'm not disagreeing with you at all here because I, I think any Bills fan would take that right. 26 points. It should seem like enough where the offense can get over the hump. The only thing I will say here, which is a little bit more bashing to the defense than what they already, you know, deserve, is that the 26 points that the the Chiefs scored and even the points before the Tennessee Titans blew it, blew it out against us last week, it's the amount of time that it takes for the this defense can't make a third down stop. And so, yes, it's only 100%. 20 yes, 100%. It's only, yeah, yes, it's only 26 points and yes, I completely agree that I'd, I'd still take that. But it's the fact that it gets to third down. They can't stop them. They, you know, a couple of plays here go by. They get a couple of first downs and easy ones. And you finally give them another third down midway. You can't stop them there. So it takes off like five to seven minutes at the minimum every drive. So that 26 points is, is decently low for this defense this year. But it's also taking up just a chunk of time where the offense isn't on the field. So I just wanted to throw that in there before you uh, continue on. Totally agree with that. But. With that being said, our offense had plenty of opportunities to win this ball game. Definitely. I mean, you look back at this, the defense gets a stop off the opening drive in the third quarter, right? We're down three with the ball in the third quarter. You got to be feeling pretty good about that. Yeah, we go and, three and out, I think, or something. Yeah, three and out immediately. So I don't, I understand what you're saying. I mean, the defense is a liability. It's, I'm past the point of trying to save this defense, trying to stick up for this defense. They've you know, they've stabbed me in the back how many times this season already. I've tried, I've tried to be the guy to stand by this defense in front of all the critics being like, hey, don't give up on them. Don't give up on them. I'm not going to be that guy anymore because they just keep letting me down. Um, 
I don't know what's, what's going to change. I don't know what needs to change. I'm at a loss. I really don't know what needs to be fixed. Everybody looks bad. The, I'm not going to get into the pass rush again because I talk about it every week. It's bad. Jerry Hughes still can't contain. It's bad. Tremaine Edmonds has regressed horribly. But with all of that being said, the offense played just as bad. And Josh Allen played horrible. I mean, the first couple of drives, he looked like he was back in 2018. Missing wide open receivers. John Brown can't catch a football off his face mask. We just you, you were playing against the Super Bowl champions. And for you to have as many opportunities as you had this game, for you to only give up 26 points with the way that this defense played and how they at will ran the ball on you, for you not to, to win this game, is a shame, man. I don't think the Chiefs played that great at all. You know, I, I, I would not be happy with that performance of a Chief, if I was a Chiefs fan, knowing how easily they ran the ball and they only put up 26 points, missed an extra point. It was just, it was disgusting. And they really need to turn the ship around. I know the, the silver lining here is we're 4-2. and two. Going into the season, if you looked at that first six games, if you said we'll end up 4-2, and two, Probably, you know, I'm probably taking that 10 times out of 10. I guarantee most Bills fans will probably take that 10 times out of 10. But it's just the nature of these last two football games that's been really depressing. And it's really hard for me to think, are we going to be able to get up in big spots down the stretch? Are we going to be a team that's going to only win the games that we're supposed to or the games that nobody really watches? Are we going to – do we have a bunch of gamers on this team or – are we kind of that pretender team that's going to like stick around, you know, make the playoffs, but you know, they're not going to do anything. They're not really a threat to me. I don't care if, if, you know, if, if we even go that far in the playoffs, like I said, at the beginning of the season, I'd like to win a playoff game. That's my goal with this team. Get to that second round, maybe the championship game, but I at least want to be feared. I at least want to be a threat. want to be the team that nobody wants to play. I don't want to be that team that, the, when they see us in the playoffs and they line up against us, they're like, wow, yeah, I'm glad we're playing the Bills. That defense is horrible. We're going to hang 30 on them easily. So I don't know what needs to happen. Something dramatic needs to happen. Sean McDermott, fix it. Leslie Frazier, you seem like you don't know what you're doing on this defensive side of the ball. Josh Allen, figure it out because you've regressed. I wouldn't call it regressed, but you've played horribly the last couple games. And like I said, thank God we got the Jets this week. Because uh, I can't take another big spot letdown. Yeah, um, I mean, I think to piggyback on, on on whatever you know you you said there is, I think the big thing that hops out to me is, are we going to be a team that beats the teams that we're supposed to and lose to the big teams? And are we going to be the the team and and guys on the team? Are they going to be the players that can come up in big spots and in, on the national stage? The big thing over the past couple of weeks and in the off season and throughout the first four weeks of the season where everything's, you know, roses and rainbows and everything's going well is us Bills fans, including us at points, you know, hand up to us. We get pissed when the national media doesn't recognize Josh Allen and this Bills team. You know, we should be mentioned as a top three team in the AFC. Why, why is it only, you know, the Chiefs, the Steelers, and, and those other teams where, where the Bills in the mix here. And I understand that if we still go on and have a great season – and we win the games that we're supposed to, we will probably still have a decent record, but we can't keep getting mad here at the national media and the national, you know, other fans and people around the league. When the two times that we've been on national TV, we've stunk it up. 
it, it comes down to that. And we, we keep getting hated on by, you know, Terry Bradshaw's out here drilling Allen at halftime. And then he comes out and he misses, you know, Cole Beasley on a wide open crossing route on third down in a crucial second half play. And it just feeds the fuel to the fire. So, I mean, there, there's nothing really more to say to it than you got to step up in big, in big times and, in, in, you know, national spotlights and the big stages because we haven't been able to do that. And we can't, and we just can't as fans, like act like, act like we deserve the respect if we're going to step up and do this and, and perform like this in front of the national stage. And I understand you guys, are, a lot of people listening might be like, well, you know, national stage or not, it doesn't matter as long as you perform over the full course of the season, whatever. I, I agree. And like I said, we can still do that, but, at times, the playoff games, everyone's going to be watching. It's going to be a big spotlight on us. If you want to make it to the distance, you're going to have to beat the better teams, and you're going to have to play the way. And it's even just not even, you know, losing, like like we're talking about to the Chiefs. It's the way you go about losing, the, just the no hope in us. It just seemed like even when, even when we went down and scored that touchdown to Beasley and we're down six points there and we kick it off to the Chiefs, I still had no hope. Even, you know, when we – almost forced a fumble there. I, I still really didn't have that much hope. It just didn't creep back into me because I didn't feel like we had it in us the entire game. So it was a depressing loss. Um, I mean, silver lining, it was against the Super Bowl champs. So I, we all had that pencil down as a loss going into the season probably. Um, and we're still four and two, like Ethan said, but it was a tough one. It was a tough one to watch. Um, I just want to, I guess, highlight a couple of plays here that stuck out to me that need to be cleaned up because th- there was just a bunch. First off, this goes on to the defense that missed tackle on Mahomes when they're down in our red zone. I think we're down, you know, a touchdown or six points there or whatever it was. And it was where we have, we finally get to a third down and Mahomes scrambles out to the left. He goes over the line of scrimmage. So he can't throw the ball anymore. And he comes back and it seems like we have him wrapped up there. Just push him out of bounds, get him down to the ground. Somehow we had like four guys there and he somehow, lunges forward to get like within an inch of the first down marker they easily score on the next play so that that's just a dagger to the heart right there next the one the the drive at the end of the game where they came down and ended up kicking a field goal to seal the seal the deal ethan you talked about this earlier with hughes not containing the edge it was that big third down where they he scrambles out to the right you know hughes doesn't contain i'm talking about mahomes here and he throws down to that henderson or i don't even know number 11 whatever his name is for like a 20 yard gain, they easily go down, take a field goal to, you know, seal the deal. Um, Allen misses a bunch of throws. His, his inaccuracy may be creeping back in. I don't know. There's just some specific plays that stuck out there. And then and the last one I'll talk about is the Bass missed field goal at the end of the first half. You know, we finally do something. Klein actually comes up and makes a, makes a force fumble there. I don't know what the chiefs were doing on the next play, giving up us that whole, you know, that whole area gives it to Diggs gets out of bounds great play by him and then bass makes a misses a 52 yarder you know you can't put that all on him that's not an easy field goal to make but the fact that he was like a thousand times to like to the right of the goalpost like at least like make me feel something on that kick and give me a chance of like hope it just wasn't even close so there's just specific plays like that and you know we can nitpick all we want here but those hopped out at me um the, the last thing i'll say before i don't know if you have anything else you want to hop in um but that Breland guy, uh, on, uh, that quarterback for the Chiefs, he was our best offensive player the entire night. He, I think he had like three pass interference calls on him, maybe like a holding and illegal contact. But that guy was, the guy was the only reason we had you know, points on the board, it seemed like. So if that's the case, offense, figure it out and get back to your, you know, get back to your ways that you were the first four, first three weeks of the season. You're, you're muted. Sorry. 
<laughs> what it comes down to, uh, by for me on the defensive side of the ball, and you kind of went over that with, uh, especially that Mahomes play, uh, his ridiculous third down play to get to fourth and inches or whatever when we had him wrapped up is I just don't see the killer instincts on this defense. It seems like everybody's just looking for the next guy to make a play or we got someone wrapped up and they're like, Oh, he'll finish him. He'll bring him down to the job. Instead of that gang tackle, I'm going to rip your head off mentality. And again, I don't know. Does this stem for no, no fans in the stands? Because if that's true, I'm sick of that excuse. Like that can't be an excuse. You have to, well, yeah, you have to figure it out by this point in the season. It's the fifth, sixth week now. Like, yeah, I, whatever. You come out flat the first week, sure, but at this point, get over it. You got to figure out a way. I mean, you're a professional football player, and like I've been saying all all year, I mean, nothing's really changed that much on this defense. We've lost a few. I'd call them like second tier guys in free agency. It wasn't our main core. And we still have the same defensive coordinator, same same head coach, same GM. So what has changed? Where this did you know offenses just figures figure us out now? I really don't understand. I was thinking, do we do we miss? Uh, obviously, this isn't going to fix you know anything you know that much by any stretch of the imagination. But do we miss Starla Tule a little bit more than we thought on the run game as a run stuffer? That's just one thing. I don't know, man. We could we could point to anything, but that's just one guy that I wanted to bring up last week. I forgot about. Hey, could could miss him up there stuffing up the run. Um, but I, I don't know. It's just the defense cannot stop anything. Guys are wide open too in the pass game. I mean, Jesus. Yeah, and the opposite, the cornerback spot opposite of Trey White. I don't think Trey White played a good game again, and he's another I guy. That, I don't think he played terrible though, because I know what you mean. He had, you know he had that bad penalty, and and it seemed like yeah. he wasn't really making any big plays, but he also wasn't you know being targeted a whole bunch either. So I think that really showed a difference between you know this and last week at least. Well, I mean, he kind of got hung out to dry in Kelsey's second touchdown. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Well, speaking of that, I forgot. I was going to mention Poyer, I thought, played horrible. Horrible. I mean, the first run right off the gate, right? He just gets his ankles broken. That Kelsey touchdown, his unnecessary roughness penalty that kind of – I mean, if he if he doesn't, uh, you know, take that penalty there, they're third and long, and we could easily stop them, and they're like borderline field goal range there. That's – that's like the biggest penalty of the game. Yeah, and then right, um, before, right before that, Trey White did unnecessary roughness. They started that drive from the one-yard line, by the way. Yeah, and then they were on the 50 in like three plays. Yep. So, I, you know, it's just it's crazy how far this defense has flipped on us. And it's something I don't think any Bills fans really predicted. Maybe a little bit of a regression, but not like... Do you know the... I think the Bills are 30th in the league in third down. So it just shows how much trouble we have getting off the field. And I think, you know, we do, we can get to the third down, but we just cannot get off the field. We can't get a stop to save our lives. And it's, it seems like, I don't know, is the pressure getting to Allen where it's, it's like, if I don't score a touchdown every drive, we might not win a football game. Um, Cause I mean, as a fan watching that game, that's almost how I feel is if we, if we don't put points on the board, every drive, we're going to get blown out. And I think it's been kind of evident over the last couple games when we're playing really good football teams like the, the Titans and the Chiefs, where if the offense doesn't produce at the clip that, you know, they have been over the first four weeks, where we've clearly said over the first four weeks, you know, offense have, has, won, has won us these games. You know, Josh Allen has won us these games. Is, it get, is, is Allen, like, fatigued? Is, he, is something mentally going on now? Is he forcing things? Is he, you know, regressing back to some of his old bad habits? I don't know. 
And again, we need to figure it out quickly because after the Jets, we got the Pats and the Seahawks. Um, those are two games that I know Bills fans has probably circled on their calendar since the start of the start of the year this year, especially the Patriots. You know, we all love to beat the Patriots, and and they haven't had a you know a pretty start to the season either. But it's just tough, man. And I I don't know. Am am I encouraged? Like I said, we're four and two. You'd probably take that ten times out of ten. But it's just the manner that we've been playing that's got me down in the dumps. Yeah, I mean, I think we, you know, we both are agreed on that, and I don't think there's too much more to say on this. It's just, it's just a tough way to go out. But like you said, uh, you know, silver lining, four and two. I think we'd all like that. Um, the two games we lost, you know, hey, I'm still, I'm still right on track for my preseason prediction. I'm still just absolutely murdering the scene right now. Four and two, you what predicted that? The two losses I predicted. Um, am I happy about it? No, I wish we were, you know, six and zero, obviously, but it's not the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. So, you know, we have to soak that out and, and come back next week. And luckily, it is against the Adam Gase-led New York Jets. That dude still has a job. Um, and I think, you know, without further ado. We talk about this game for a hot second. I mean, all I have to say about this game is the Bills are like my predictions. The Bills are going to win. I'm not really, gonna, you know, I don't have a huge analysis on this game. And you know, I might. I usually don't have like a huge analysis on the next game looking ahead because I'm so focused on the game we just watched. But this one, all I have to say is we're playing the Jets. We're not, you know, we didn't regress enough to lose to the Jets. Um, at least I hope not. So um, I think we come back. I think we put up more than 20 points. You know, again, I think we hold them to under 20 points. I think we're able to bounce back and have a decently convincing win um, at this point. As long as we get the win, that's all all, I mat- all that matters. Because if we don't get a win against the Jets, then your boy will really be in panic mode. But I'll say we get like a 28 to, uh, well, I'll say like a 27 to, to 13 win, so, something around that range. I'll go 20. I'll pencil me in at 27, 13, but it's the jets. And, and that's, that's why, to be honest, that's my reasoning. I'm also not going to harp on this game too much. It's the jets, but this is a game where I'm, I'm really, I'm putting my neck on the line here. If the bills lose this game, their season's over. It's a season over loss. If they lose this game, and I'm I'm literally being honest here. I I lose all hope if they don't win this football game. And even if they don't, if they don't cover, I, I whatever this, like I'm, I'm guessing the spread's going to be around ten. I want to say, if they don't put up a double digit win against this Jets football team, who just got their doors blown off by the Miami Dolphins, look yourself in the mirror. You got to look yourself in the mirror. Bills win 31 to 10 is my prediction. Um, and if they don't fire me into the sun, I have nothing else to live for. I'm literally, I don't know. That's all I got to say is I think, I think we have to make this the, uh, whatever the spread comes out at, I might just hammer spread and make this like the one before I die, you know, fire me into the sun pick of the century and we we both have to just hammer spread because if we don't win this game by covering then then you both you know that's when everyone knows that we're both just dead out on this so i'm gonna i'm gonna come out and say i'm putting money down on whatever the spread is same yeah this is the game and it's gonna murder me i mean i'll feel great if if it does if it goes in our favor but if the bills don't cover this game fire me into the sun 
<laughs> and I That's usually don't. I gotta say. And I usually don't touch Bills games either because I like to just. I don't. Know, I don't. Ever. I usually just to watch them. But I'm taking your. Like I'm gonna text you that we're both. This is the one before I die. Hammer me into the sun. Keep don't fire me into the sun. <laughs> fire me into the sun. Keep the season alive. Game. Keep. Keep right not. Now. Not keep the season alive. It's keep me alive. Like I'm right. on life support <laughs> if we don't cover this spread. <laughs> all right it's the fire let me we'll make put we'll put a picture of of how i look right now before like it goes up to know like the state of affairs of how i how i feel about this game and if you take a look at this you know the picture that we're gonna throw up or the clip we'll probably put the clip up of me talking about this or something and if you take a one good look at me and you realize man i really gotta i really just gotta take the bills you know with the point or giving up the points here because I got to save this guy and he's going to die. If, if I don't take the points and the bills, you know, if the bills cover, he's going to die. He needs me. He needs me to be on this side. Cause he's going to literally get shot up in a rocket ship into the sun. <laughs> if they do not cover this football game, we need everyone. We need all of those mafia on our backs here to keep Ethan alive. Keep that. He's, he's on life support. You see it, right? It's literally Kramer. He, he looks like he's about to pass out. So, I'm pale. I'm super pale. Not- Dude, you are. You look like Casper the ghost. It's insane. But <laughs> I think let's let's end on that note with the the one before I die. Fire me into the sun. Keep Ethan alive. Lock of the week. Bills minus whatever they are. I don't even care what the spread is. It could be 17. I'm taking it. Yeah, sir. Fire me you. into the sun if they don't cover that. <laughs> I'm with you. All right. Well, with that being said, thank you all for listening. It was a tough past couple of weeks for Bills fans. Um, but you know, we got the Adam Gase Jets next week and hopefully we rebound with that, but everybody have a great week. Go bills, go Sabres. And, uh, we'll talk to you, talk to you next time with hopefully better news, um, on our side. Peace. My friends tell me I'm good. I can't feel it too. When the drink is tips, all I taste is you. Make the most of my days. I tell myself that you're gone. I don't want to be private. Missing you is so wrong It hits me like a tsunami I feel you over my body